This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innal hamdalillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu. يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد. My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam, last week we talked about the nafil prayers and the nawafil of our beloved Nabi صلى الله عليه وسلم. The nawafil that Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم used to perform on a daily basis. And in today's khutbah, I would like to mention the nafil siyam, voluntary fasting of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Voluntary fasting or nafil fasting, nafil siyam that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to observe, or he sallallahu alaihi wasallam recommended the ummah to observe. Amongst all the nafil siyam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has classified the siyam and the fasting of the month of Muharram the best after the month of Ramadan. As he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in a hadith that is reported on the authority of Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, Imam Muslim rahmahullah and other muhaddithun, they have collected this hadith in their books. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Afdalu siyami, بعد رمضان شهر الله المحرم. The best of the fasting after the month of Ramadan is the fasting of the month of Muharram. Month of Muharram is the very first month of the Islamic calendar. Very first month of the Hijra calendar or Hijri calendar. And Muharram, as we can understand from the name itself, it is one of the four sacred months. And in this month, particularly the fasting of the tenth of this month, is what Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to observe himself when he sallallahu alaihi wasallam was in Makkah al-Mukarramah before Hijra. He sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to observe the fasting of the day of tenth of Muharram, Ashura. And when he sallallahu alaihi wasallam arrived in Medina al-Munawwara and he saw the Jews of the Medina observing this fasting as well, he sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked them the reason. And they said this is the day in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala freed Sayyiduna Musa alayhi salatu wasallam and his companions from the oppression of Fir'aun. And this is the day when Fir'aun was drowned and he was destroyed. So in order to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we observe the fasting of this day. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then said, 
then we as a Muslim, as a believers, we have more right to observe this fasting. And then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recommended his companions, Ridwanullahi alayhim ajma'een, to fast for this day. Obviously, this is to do with this particular day, the 10th of Muharram. But the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encourages us to try to observe as many fasts as we can within the month of Muharram. Not only the 10th of Muharram, other than the 10th as well. As he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the best of the fasting after the month of Ramadan is the fasting of the month of Muharram. The whole month. So we should try to fast within the month of Muharram as many as we can. And then the second nafl fasting or voluntary fasting that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to observe was during the month of Sha'ban. As our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala says, لم يكن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يصوم من شهر أكثر من شعبان. I never saw the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم observing the fasting, more fasting in any month other than or more than the month of شعبان. The number of days Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم used to fast in the month of شعبان was far more than any other month. But as for us, as the Ummah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has advised us, إِذَنْ تَصَفَ الشَّعْبَانِ فَلَا تَصُومُوا When the month of Sha'ban comes to the middle, when half of the month has gone, meaning up to the 15th of Sha'ban, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, then after that you should not fast. And this is the general principle within the fiqh, that when we find the practice and the actions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam apparently contradicting his statements, then as ummah for us, we must follow the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So for us, the recommendation is to fast as many days as we can for the first half of the month of Sha'ban. As for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself, he used to observe the fasting of the month of Sha'ban more than any other month apart from the month of Ramadan. And then obviously the month of Ramadan and after Ramadan, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recommended us to fast or to observe the fasting of six days of the month of Shawwal. Straight after the month of Ramadan. As he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ صَامَ رَمَضَانَ ثُمَّ أَتْبَعَهُ سِتَّمْ مِنْ شَوَّالِ كَانَ كَصِيَامِ الدَّهَرِ Whoever fasts the month of Ramadan and then he follows it up with six days of the month of Shawwal or six fasting of the month of Shawwal, then it is as is, it is as if he has observed the fasting of the whole year. So this is another recommended type of fasting voluntary and nafl fasting. And then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also recommended us to observe the fast of the day of Arafah, the ninth of Dhul-Hijjah. And this is the day about which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever fasts the day of Arafah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives the sin of the person for the past whole year and the next year as well. Two years sins are forgiven because of observing the fast of the day of Arafah, the day when Hujjaj gather in the field in the plain of Arafat. 
as for those who are those hujjaj those who are in arafat they are prohibited to observe the fasting of that day but for those who are not there rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam encouraged us to fast to observe the fasting of this day although this is the ninth of dhilhijjah which is the day of arafah but rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's hadith encourages us to fast for the other eight days as well if we can as he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said ma min ayyam al'amalu salihu fihi khayrun wa ahabbu ila allah min hadhihi al'ayyam al'ashr there are now there are no days in which performing good deeds and performing good actions are better or more rewarded than observing the fasting or praying or reading the quran or doing any other good deed within these 10 days the first 10 days of the month of dhul hijjah so these are the fast that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to observe according to these months but other than this he sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to fast every monday and thursday as well as we all know rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born on the day of monday and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was actually asked about the reason of fasting on this day he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said yawmun hadha yawmun wulidtu fihi wa yawmun bu'ithtu aw unzila fihi alayya this is a day when i was born monday and this is also the day when i received the very first revelation and wahi from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is the reason for fasting for this day obviously this is one of the reasons this is one of the reasons of fasting the day of monday but there is another reason that is reported in another hadith that is collected by imam abu dawood rahimahullah that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said tu'radul a'mal yawm al-ithnayn wa yawm al-khamis every monday and every thursday the deeds of the people are presented before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fa uhibbu an an yu'rada 'amali wa ana sa'im i love that my deeds are presented before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while i'm fasting so this is another reason that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to fast for mondays and thursdays and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam also recommended us to observe the fasting of 3 days every month that are known as ayyamul bid the white days 3 days of the lunar month 13th 14th and 15th of every single month he sallallahu alaihi wasallam recommended us to fast for these 3 days and this is the recommendation of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam if you cannot observe the fasting every monday and thursday then at least try to fast for 3 days 13th 14th and 15th of every month according to the lunar month and another hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives us a bit more flexibility when it comes to fasting for 3 days in every month and this is the hadith that is reported by sayyida aisha radhiyallahu ta'ala anha she was asked about the fasting of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam every month 
And the question was, Akana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yasumu min kulli shahrin thalatata ayyam? She was asked, was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to observe the fasting of three days every single month? She said, yes. And then the one who asked the question, she said, it was Mu'adha. She said, min ayy shahri kana yasum? Which part or which particular three days Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast every month? And our mother Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha said, Kana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O lam yakun Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yubali min ayyi shahri yasum. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would not specifically pay attention to any particular day. But he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would observe the fasting of three days every month. So if we combine both ahadith, muhaddithun, the scholars have said, that it is highly recommended to observe the fasting of three days, ayyam will be 13th, 14th, and 15th. But if you miss these three days, or if you are unable to fast for three days, then within the month, you can observe the fasting for any three days, and you will be rewarded inshallah. According to this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So these are some of the voluntary fasts that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to observe. And we should try our best to observe these fasts as many as we can. Acting upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability. Innahu sami'un qareebun mujeeb. إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد مدير بدرس السنسر الإسلام رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم often used to recite in his khutba خير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم the best way is the way of محمد الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم when it comes to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it is prayer or fasting, giving in charity, reading Quran or doing any other good deed, we must try our best to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When it comes to the fasting, we should try to act upon the sunnah and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we must avoid the innovations. The days for which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never recommended us to fast, we should try to avoid. As we see nowadays, people try to observe the fasting of the 15th of Sha'ban. Whereas there is no any authentic hadith that recommends the fasting of the 15th of Sha'ban. Likewise, people believe that fasting on 27th of Rajab is also rewarded. Whereas there is no hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about this. Some people believe that fasting on the day of Friday is probably more rewardable because Friday is the best day of the week. Whereas Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has actually prohibited us to fast the day of Friday unless we fast a day before or day after. So singling out the day of Friday for fasting has no more reward. And in fact, it is prohibited unless you fast Thursday or Saturday with it. And if the Friday falls within the three days of the month, the three white days, then you can observe the fast of the day of Friday. 
Likewise, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also has prohibited fasting the day of Saturday unless it is the day of Ashura, unless it is the day of Arafah, unless it is one of the white days, then you can. Other than this, you should not single out the day of Saturday for fasting. Likewise, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prohibited the fasting on the two days of Eid, Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. And some people believe that on the day of Eid al-Adha, there is half-day fast. And particularly amongst the Asian people, this is very common. Because, and they take this from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is actually misunderstanding. They take from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on the day of Eid al-Adha, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would not eat anything until he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would perform Salatul Eid, and then straight after Salatul Eid, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would slaughter the animal, the sacrifice, and then he would eat the meat from the animal. And this used to be the very first thing that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to eat on that day. And from this hadith, people believe until you eat the meat of the sacrifice, you are fasting, which is not true. So, fasting on the day of Eid al-Fitr or Eid al-Adha is prohibited. Likewise, fasting on Ayyam al-Tashriq, three days after Eid al-Adha are also prohibited. 11th, 12th and 13th of Dhul-Hijjah, they are also prohibited. So these are some of the days in which fasting is prohibited. And other than this, we should try to fast for as many days as we can. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has informed us about the great reward of fasting for one day. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever observes the fasting for one day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will distance the person from the fire of hell as far as the distance of 70 years. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, whoever fasts for one day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates between the person, the fasting person and the fire of hell, a deep and wide ditch, which is as wide as the distance of 70 years. So this is the reward of fasting for one day. So we should try our best to observe these fasting and we should try to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability. Innahu sami'un qareebun mujib. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad. Kama sallayta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.